going on? I'm alive. I got blood work done. And I'm not dying. I mean, I Bummer. am. Bummer. Bummer, right? This whole this whole podcast is 30, dirty, and dying. Which, by the way, welcome back. Welcome to back. 30, 30 dirty, dirty, and dying. We didn't even, we just, Courtney was so excited to talk about blood because it's spooky season <laughs> that we got carried away. So yep. welcome back. Courtney's alive. Well, I mean, the good news is, because liver problems. Because, yeah, that's right. You know, it could be fatty liver because I think it could be a between that, but also the medicine. Who knows? Moral of the story, it's getting better. That's good. Yeah. So like the numbers, I don't know. I'm not no doctor, right? But it sets up like if you're in the green, it's good. No way. <laughs> it's not like that's. So I was looking in all the greens except for like my liver, but it was better than the last time. Well, way to go. Yeah. Way I mean, I have been working out. So there you go. Hey, and the medicine is apparently not killing you. Not fast enough. Not fast enough. Well, if that's not a way to bring us back in, I don't know what is. Uh, like we said, dirty, dirty, and dying. I'm Clarissa. I'm Courtney, and we're back. And it's still spooky season. Oh yeah. So you know what that means. We're, spooks. We're staying spooks. We're staying spooky all month long. All month long. Every episode in October, we are taking a slight departure from our normal content. I mean, it's still on brand. Yeah, we're still spooky angst. We're at still all times. spooky angst. We're still talking about being, you know dead inside and almost outside and all the you know being 30-ish and all that jazz but we're also embracing our favorite time of year halloween hell yeah it's the best it's best the- time of the year love it so last time we talked about horror films horror but this time we're talking about haunted houses not like the ones that you go to funsies but like actual actual haunted. haunts yes. actual haunted houses yeah this is a topic we both kind of enjoy and we thought we'd bring it to the pod i did research courtney did so much research courtney's <laughs> emceeing this episode Oof. like good luck guys you brought notes i have my cell phone that's it like, yeah i typed up a bunch of stuff and like i printed it out and it's like five pages man i super didn't I did some Googles and I kept some. I mean, I did some Googles. I kept some tabs open on my phone and in my brain, and that is about all I've got. So, this is really. It's some fun facts. I love it. No, you formatted it. Did you know? I formatted it. She formatted it. It's not, it's not ML. I almost said MLM. That's complete. That's a pyramid scheme. (laughs) Before we get into our haunted houses, we got to go back in time. All right. Back in time. All right. So where are we going? 2006. Early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Our bread and butter. And I was... I think you were 12. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because four plus two is six. I knew I was in like... I was in like sixth grade. I just started high school. Ooh, well, why don't you tell us about that? I don't remember. That's probably better. I had I had a boyfriend going into my freshman year of high school because we like, I you know what? I don't even remember like how we started talking. I think it was AOL. Oh my gosh. Um, the I only was, way. The only way is chat rooms, right? Dating apps. Who? 
Yeah. You know what I mean? This was Tinder. AI, Get out of here. AIM. We're talking. We're having a good time. Facebook? No, 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 not Facebook. Not MySpace. Yes. MySpace, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of a friend, he went to a different middle school, but oh. because one middle school plus one middle school went to the same high school. True. In where we live. Yeah, there's a lot. So, didn't go to middle school with him. Was going to high school with him. We are in the same um, homeroom class because we have almost the same last name. First name starts with a K. Last name started with a W. I was like, this is going to be my husband, right? Wow. Yeah, It's totally. not. Mike's my husband. But he was my first kiss. This is Big Red Gum? Fuck you. This is Big Red Gum? Fuck you. Big Red Gum? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like I know him. Yeah, so I guess my first kiss happened in 2006 then. Shit. Wow. Look at us. Full circle. Well, is that when Talladega Nights came out? It could have been 2007. Unsure. You know, I, will search, double, search. I will double check. I will fact check. Fact check that one. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll fact check. So yeah, you started high school though. So I had your first kiss, maybe. Yeah, I was a late bloomer. Okay, shut up. No, you weren't. I was a late bloomer. I didn't have my first kiss, my first like real kiss until I was like a junior in high school. My first kiss went a little like this. 2006 was Ricky Bobby. Oh yep. shit. Okay. We did high it. school boyfriend shake first and kiss. bake. <laughs> I was so shake me up that. I'm so happy. I'm so <laughs> exuberantly happy that like I'm not alone in the daddies anymore. Oh, it's because of you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Just call me daddy. Don't. Please don't. I'm not going to. Let's not do that. All right. So I don't remember a whole lot about high school. I I had like a few like good friends, did some things, took some classes, got out of there, you know? Yeah. You've said before that you were just kind of like doing your thing. Yeah. Um, so 2006, I was in like sixth grade, I think. Um, Probably. I'm pretty sure I was in sixth grade because I was in middle school. I know that. Wearing my, you know, schoolhouse rock shirt and my cargo pants from JCPenney's that were the closest thing to emo that I could find because anything else was a sin, I guess. I don't know. Uh, But what I really remember about 2006 was that I sucked. And I want to tell you why. (laughs) So... In 2006 was also when the internet was kind of like, YouTube was sort of like at a peak, I feel like. It was really happening. And the reason I say that is because Charlie the Unicorn came out. Mm. Yeah. And I was... Charlie! Any mountain, Charlie? I was obsessed with it. I thought it was hilarious, as most kids did. But I took it too far, because that's what I do. Um, I'm an obsessive person. So I liked it so much that I wrote sequels. <laughs> I wish your face, I wish we could capture your face right now because it's my face when I remembered that I did this. <laughs> I blocked this shit out. I had no recollection. And then, um, I think it was Retrospect's podcast. They posted something about Charlie the Unicorn and I was like, oh, oh. no. Remember what you did? You idiot. <laughs> I wrote six of them, six sequels, in script format, and um, there may have been performances. <laughs> Don't worry, they're not on tape. That's unfortunate. It's, I would have liked to you see You know that. what? I think it's fortunate. 
I'm pretty happy that nobody filmed that shit. You should have made your own YouTube videos. I I didn't. Thank God. Um, but I think that might have been the ultimate goal. I like to write, so I had it in my mind for a second. Like maybe instead of writing books, I'll be like a screenwriter. So I wanted to write in script format, mm -hmm. and I wrote a lot of scripts around that time, and most of them were fucking stupid. And Charlie the Unicorn. I wrote six Charlie the Unicorn sequels. So one I mean, there was more than one Charlie the Unicorn video. Yeah, but I wrote sequel like from the jump before like, the even new one came out. I mean, there may have been two. Okay, but like. Yeah. I, I don't remember what happened in them, which is probably better for everybody. I'm, I'm assuming they went to Candy Mountain. Okay. There was one called Meadow of Rock, and I think there was a Battle of the Bands. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have any other details, which I think is like... What did Charlie play? What was his instrument? Probably guitar, let's be honest. Okay. Um, but I don't have a lot of other details, which I think is my brain's way of protecting me like it has done with my worst traumas. Just like, this didn't happen. But now we're reliving it right now. Yeah, on the internet. For all to hear. Yeah, so, you know. I was more of a salad fingers gal. I did not like that. I like Rusty spoons. <laughs> I love the feeling on my salad fingers. It makes my skin crawl now. <laughs> like, I hated it. Um, I like Charlie the Unicorn. I, I like that whole um, channel. Film Cow, I think was what they were called. They had one called The Cloak, which was ridiculous. It was this, like the Grim Reaper went around and his, his cloak. Yeah. And his <laughs> sidekick was like the decapitated head of Robert Mitchum. And it's an actor. And um, it was just unhinged, as most things were. Uh, llamas with hats. Big fan of llamas with hats. My stomach was making the rumblies that only hands could satisfy. It's a llama that kills people. Cool. Yeah. Um, angry tree friends. I it wasn't my favorite, but I, I dabbled. I dabbled. I was also a big fan of Potter Puppet Pals. I also did Snape. performances Snape. for that. Severus Snape, Dumbledore, Ron Weasley, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. That's what I always did. I put on the Instagram. Hermione. Um, Voldemort. 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 It's a pipe bomb. Yay. Oh, I loved it. Um, so yeah, that's what I was doing in 2006. Writing scripts and... Scripts. Scripts. They were, some of them were pretty long. I wrote some original works too that I don't want to talk about. In, an, in, in another, or just to me, because I'm curious. I'll just tell you one was about, um, it was called Bath Toys. And it was about a group of bath toys that came to life. So like... Toy Story. Yeah, but specifically bath toys. Okay. I mean, I one would assume that bath toys were alive in the Toy Story universe. But they didn't show that. They didn't they didn't even show a bathroom. Did they? No, see? Hmm? I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyways, that's what I was doing in 2006. So I And suck. I was I was kissing. And I was not. <laughs> There's no <laughs> way. I was the Hey everyone, it's Tyler Witkowski, the publisher at Tea with Coffee Media. Tea with Coffee Media is a team of indie authors, designers, and editors who have a goal of helping indie authors make their dreams become a reality. Our Modest Press has aspirations to help as many indie authors succeed as possible. Not only do we offer publishing services, and yes, we are open for submissions. 
but we offer editing, marketing, and book cover design services at an affordable price to all indie authors. Visit us online at teawithcoffee.media to learn more about our services. But now we're back in 2022. And it's spooky season. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down my spine. Hail you. Skeleton me, daddy. No, I'm just gonna, okay. <laughs> no, we gotta oh, stop. Wait. We see we're forcing it. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about haunted houses and haunted places. Not all necessarily houses, but all places. Minor houses. Mine are not. Cool. So we got a couple just that pique our interest mm-hmm. and we're going to get into them and Courtney is going to go first because Courtney did a lot of work for this podcast <laughs> and I did it. And it's never going to happen again. <laughs> I hope that's not true. No, I. You do a lot of work all the time. I just, I just you, you've never like typed notes. No, I normally do it on my phone. Yeah, which is like, what I did. This has a lot of information, so I wanted to get it all out. Well, get it all out. All right. Haunt me, daddy. See, that's how you do it. Whatever. Welcome. I'm just trying to give you some tips. La Lorie Mansion. Did I say that correctly? I think so. La Le. La. It's Here, La. La. La Lorie. Yeah. Or as my uh, accent will call it, La Lorie. La Lorie. La Lorie. Um... Okay, yeah, no, it's La- Welcome to America. This is Welcome La Lorie. Well, Virginia. actually, this was New Orleans, so. Nolans. 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 Um, yeah, La Lorie Mansion in Nolans. Are you familiar with American Horror Story? I am. Are you familiar with uh, the season Coven? I am. This happened in Coven. I am aware. But some other people might not be. So for the, well, and also, not everything that happened in American Horror Story is factual. Right. What? I know. It's It's not a documentary? It's not a documentary. Is this fucking play about us? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'll tell you what this play is about. La Lori. That's what this this is about. I hope she's rolling in her grave. If she has a grave or she's still alive. Ooh, I hope not. Tell me about her. All right. Well, it's definitely not because she was born in 1787, so... Definitely not alive. Definitely but her dead. ghost could be spookins. I mean, if anybody's ghost would spook. It's her. It's her ghost. Probably. Unless all of like the other ghosts are just like trampling over her because she was such a bad person. I hope so. I hope. That's yeah. what I hope. That's what but... I yeah. All right. So the LaLori Mansion was home to Delphine. Yeah. Okay. Delphine, Delphine. LaLori. Are you saying LaLori on purpose? LaLaurie? Well, yes, it's <laughs> French. I speak American. Okay, well, I speak some French. And, and I sure do not. I thought you were kidding, and then you kept saying it really normal, like, La Lori. La Lori. Well, every time I typed it up, that's what I was saying in my head. Anyways, you know what? La, La Lori, the most popular ghost story on ghost tours in New Orleans. Wow. On American Horror Story. Fun fact, Nicolas Cage owned that house. I'm sure he did. That makes all the sense in the world. So, who is she? Let's start there. Yeah. Because that's where I started. Who's Delphine? Who is Delphine? Delphine. She is infamously known as the cruel mistress of the haunted house. She was... (laughs) That's honestly not the sickest name for a ghost. The cruel mistress? Of the haunted house? Um, she was born Marie Delphine McCarty. Uh, in... 
1787. Uh, I'm not going to go into her parents because it's, there's some names and I don't want to. They're soup French, probably. I'm not going to fuck with that man. Not going to say their names. You can Google it. Google French it. onion soup. French onion soup. Her dad was French onion soup and her mom was baguette. Louise Chavalier. You know what? Let's not. Barthelemy de McCarty. Do you want me to look at it? <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay. Let's just... Okay. So she was born to her parents. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, same. Um, so she was a member of a large, wealthy, and politically powerful McCarty clan. Oh, no. Her family included military officers, planters, and merchants, and had arrived re- relatively early during the French colonization period. Okay. Uh, many of her relatives owned and managed extensive real estate and slaves. Yep. As her surname indicates, her family originated in Ireland. Oh, McCarty. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> she was married... To three men. So her first... Oh, man. So her first uh, husband... I'm just call. I'm just gonna call him Don. What's up, Don? Don. He's a high-ranking Spanish officer. Okay, way they to got, go. They got married in 1800. Oh. Uh, he died four years after their marriage during their trip to Spain. Ooh. Delphine was not with him when he passed. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. During the voyage, she gave birth to her daughter, Marie Borgia... So she was nicknamed Borquita. Let's just call her Marie. Okay. Her name was Marie. Well, here's the thing. When I get to all of her kids, they're all named the same thing. Oh, yeah. So I'll get to it. Hold on. All right. Okay. So first husband died. You know, unsure how I couldn't even get information mysterious. on. Mysterious. Mysterious death. I could not figure out how he died. I Ooh, couldn't figure it out. I bet that's just what she wanted. Yep. And then second husband, Jean Blanc. I'm that gonna, might be right. Might be right. He was a banker, merchant, lawyer, and legislator. Ooh. They married in 1808. Had four more children. Yeah, so now five. She, she has five. Right, but four with that guy. Yeah, four with this guy. Eight years after their marriage, he died. Oh. And I cannot find anything regarding his death. Just like she wanted. Black but I, Widow who? I did find an uh, article about how he participated in 335 slave transfers in a period of 13 years. I mean, not crazy that these people sucked. But like, so there's like this whole thing going on with him and the slave transfers and how his name actually wasn't on most of them, which I guess is strange for that. I don't know to, enough about I, it. I don't know enough about all that stuff. Um, but they all probably sucked and were slave owners, so. But that was a lot of slaves. Yeah, but if, you know, he's dead. I mean, he is dead. He is dead. But if he died in a bad way, he probably deserved it. Yeah, it, it might not have been her. It might have been what he was doing. May, yeah, who knows? But who I knows? hope I hope it hurt. And then her third and last husband. Okay. Uh, I'm going to just call him Leonard. Lullery. Leonard. Yes. Um, he was a physician, but more like a chiropractor in today's so like, time. Okay. So he's a chiropractor. Like a homeopathic type guy. Yes. I got you. They married in 1825. Um, he originally was hired to cure one of Delphine's daughters who had deformities like in her back and spine. Okay. Um, never worked. I so mean, her daughter never got better. Uh, but then they like did it and had a- another kid. But then they like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it said so- uh, Delphine was interested in Leonard despite their 20 year age difference. Who's, difference. Who's. Delphine old. is older. By 20 she years. She's a, a cougar. Groomer. Okay, groomer. Um, she got pregnant and nothing else could be done but marry. 
because it's that time period, right? Sure. And murder. Um, it was an unhappy marriage. Duh. I mean, she seems like a lot. Uh, they argued all the time. Eventually, he just packed his bags and left in 1834. Oh my God, he got out? He got out. He didn't die. He just left. Oh my God. Way to go, Letty. Oh, it was because he was 20 years younger. He knew. See, you know, I He almost... had his whole life ahead of him. Way to go, Letty. Because in my mind, so like if she was born in 1787, let's do this math. I don't want to. She was an old mean lady. 18... And he was younger. 1825 minus 1787 is how old she was. Someone um, comment and tell us what that age is. <laughs> or don't. <sighs> Whatever. She was old and mean All and right. he was like, I should get out of here. So she like lost her shit when he left. When, when Lenny bounced, she went mad and that's when she started harming her slaves. Okay. I mean... How many did she have at this point? Do we know? Um, I couldn't find specifics about the amounts that she had. Or was it like a lot? A lot of people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, these are just the stories of the experiments done to them. Yep. So stories say that one of the slaves had their bones broken numerous times and set in unnatural positions so that when she moved, her limbs would remain crooked and bent. Uh, another slave was said to have had holes drilled into his head with a wooden spoon sticking out in an attempt to stir the brains. A lobotomy? I, that's like into the like eye into the brain. I know, right? but still, I mean, it's a concept, right? You, yeah. you know, swirling up brains. Yeah, well, she was trying to swirl some brains. Um, allegedly, a different person had their skin peeled back to expose the tissue and oh. muscle to the naked eye. No, why did that make me want to vomit? Please don't. I I know you're afraid of the vomit. (laughs) Um, Another slave had his intestines removed from his body and wrapped around his naked west. West? Waist. Waist. Like a belt? Yep. Intestine belt. Yikes. Um, Others covered with honey and black ants and they just lived in torture. I've I've seen like depictions of that. Yeah. So from when he left... Like, right as he moved away. So she, I feel like she's done this for a while. He just wasn't I aware mean, of it. obviously, right? Like, I feel like everyone can be like, oh, she just had a breakdown. People mm-hmm. who do this are, it's just like serial killers. They ease their way. And she was a serial killer, essentially. Essentially. So they ease their way in. They take steps toward, it's not like they just start out doing their worst. Mm-hmm. They take steps. So she probably did the same thing. She was probably already doing awful cruel things yeah so abuse. the honey the honey and ants was probably like a yeah like an early was, step into intestine like, i've read that she like would like beat her slaves yeah. a lot for mm-hmm. like so that's probably like the progression mm-hmm. part of it i i i'd say i mean i don't know but um so how she was kind of found out right so 1833 which technically was a year before her husband left Ooh. Um, a young slave within the household fell to her death in the courtyard. Because of this, a council held an investigation and all the slaves were set free. However, one by one, she bought them all back. Yeah. Um, I've read and then that. in 1834, which is the year that he had left, um, a fire broke out, destroying part of the house, and brought to light seven slaves who were starved, tortured, and chained in the upper part of the building. Oh, God. Um, the helpless uh, slaves were carried away and received medical treatment, food, and drink. Uh, the sheriff never came to arrest her. Right? I mean, am I surprised? No. no. Um, but the townspeople were just like, not okay with it. 
and they like mob to like try and get her but she like pieced out like ran away before they could get to her but they like um demolish like the rest of the house and like that wasn't ruined by fire i mean it was built back up again obviously because it still exists um but they like they did they damage did did their worst to it um many of these stories are obviously exaggerations probably who knows i mean we weren't there Maybe exaggerations, but I mean, there's so much we probably don't know. It could be so much worse. Um, But they can be traced back to books written by uh, commentaries well after the fire broke out. Um, The house was sold. Workers went about rebuilding the house. They uncovered numerous human skeletons beneath the house in all sorts of positions. This is in quotes. All sorts of positions. Helter Skelter. Barely covered the soil. Shreds of fabric still adhering to their bones. Some of the skulls had holes. Okay. Um, so what happened to Madame Delphine LaLaurie? They actually don't know. So one popular account details her death while hunting boar. Other stories report her returning to New Orleans later in life under an assumed name. While historians uh, widely discount the story, there is a reason to believe that she may, she may have. Um, there's also... Some say that she most likely died in France. There are records kept in France that showed she died on December 7th, 1849. Um, Okay. So, but the hauntings. The hauntings. So, in 1894, a tenant who lived at the house, because it was uh, converted to apartments, was brutally murdered in his room. Yikes. Uh, They found his belongings ransacked as if someone had gone through them. The police assumed that he was a victim of a robbery, even though nothing of value was found missing. An interesting account regards this murder deals with the police interviewing neighbors about his disappearance. One of his friends claims that having problems with sprites... In the house. I don't know if that's what they called spirits like back then. I was thinking spirits. Oh, I mean, sure. So something not of this world. Uh, yes. His friends wrote it off as his imagination running wild with him, but he did say something interesting. He claimed that his friend told him that there was a demon in that house who wasn't going to rest until he had met his end. I mean, if there was a demon in any house, I imagine it'd be that one. Yeah. And then... So the mansion was also, for a brief time, a school for girls in the mid to late 19th century. Um, there, die? It didn't say death, um, but it said reports of physical assaults came to light. Um, young girls would approach their teachers uh, saying that with scratches and bruises. Okay, so... Um, the teachers would ask, who did that to you? And the answer would always be that woman. Yikes. I oh, got chills. I got a little, ew, I don't like it. That yes. woman? That oh. that woman. It um, was LaLaurie. LaLaurie. <laughs> um, oh, no. Unlikely that the teachers themselves would, like, do that especially when they're very vague about like who gave you bruises and scratches i would just be like this person yeah did it, it like, was mrs bartholomew <laughs> she's a <Duh>. bitch <laughs> so i i couldn't find anything about like hauntings today they do tours and stuff but it has a long history it has a long history the apartment like when it was apartments strange things happened touched and stuff like that right which i mean and i don't know like how much 
True. I mean, people can be like, I was touched by the reed. It could be like a mental placebo effect type thing. Like you're in a haunted place, you feel stuff. I mean, or it could be true. You know, if anyone was haunted, I mean, for the amount of people that died. Yeah. And and tortured. And And I mean, I'm sure. So they found seven slaves after the fire, like during the fire. But there there could have been more. I'm sure there were. Yeah. I mean, if her ex-husband had 355 slaves... I'm sure they could get away with just like a revolving door of people. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I mean, I've heard that some of the most haunted places are where people can't be at rest. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I've read a lot of ghost stories and. Well, that's how ghosts become ghosts is because they're not at rest. Right. That's, that's one of the theories. And especially like super haunted places are usually where they're tied to somewhere because like directly correlated to why they're not at rest. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it would make sense that somewhere like that, where people were literally tortured for a long, long time in terrible ways would be not at rest yeah. and would be like tied there. You know what I mean? I mean, it makes sense that that would be a haunted place for me. I'm going to go. You want to go? Yeah. <laughs> I'd visit it. Absolutely not. No. Look, I you like, want to go to Nolens with me and then visit the. Lombardi? I'll go to Nolens, but I'm gonna eat some something else. I'm gonna eat something while you go do that. Uh, what if I? What if we have drinks and then go? No, that's worse. Listen, but you're just I, having a grand old time. I don't think so. Listen, I love haunted shit. I will go to some haunted places, but I have me a limit. And there are some things where I'm like, what? It's like my Ouija board theory. You are asking for trouble. That one guy said there was a demon. Demons and ghosts, not the same thing. Okay. True. Ghosts, maybe maybe we can handle that. Demons, uh-uh. Absolutely not. You can't. Incubus me. Succubus, which one is it? Isn't Incubus a band? <laughs> yes, but that's not. <laughs> they're, they're named after the oh. demons who have sex with people. Ew, what? I think Incubus is male demons and Succubi, I don't know if- Succubus? Succubus, but I think the, I don't know what the plural Succulents? <laughs> yes. Succulents are the women. Be careful of those succulents in your house. Yeah. All you millennial planters. I'm we just saying. We know you like your succulents. We know you like it, but maybe they're demons. Female demons. Have you ever thought about why they can't die? Oh, I've killed one. You have? I've killed a cactus. You're the chosen one. I have the opposite of a green thumb. So you're telling me that you vanquished a demon? Yeah. Look at me. Clickbait. Cordy vanquishes a demon live (laughs) on the podcast. (laughs) I myself don't have a lot of water. You were like, challenge accepted. Bet. (laughs) Bet. You want to live like me? You're listening to 30, Dirty, and Dying. If you're in your late 20s and your early 30s and don't quite feel like an adult, but you certainly don't feel like a kid anymore, you may have found the right podcast. Every week we wade through our own existential crisis and figure out what life is supposed to look like on this side of 30 and relive some of our favorite memories from years gone by. We'd love to have you along for the ride, so make sure you follow and find us on social media at 30DirtyAndDying to keep up with what we're doing next. I decided that I would totally have to do a place that was in West Virginia because I'm proud. Appalachian. I'm Appalachian and I am proud. 
truly one of the most haunted places that like people know about, even if you're not from here, is the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. I want to go there. I do too. That's one that I'll go to. I feel safe. I want to go there. Ew. You remember that TikTok? Why that did TikTok you say it like that? Because it's a TikTok sound. Okay, well, it just scared me. I want to go to there. That's what it is. I don't, I'm I don't know. To, I'm going to have to send it to Okay. You. I mean, I might have seen it, but just in a... Uh, anyways. So, it um, is a hospital in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. It's in... It's near Weston, which is like... Is it West? Yes. <gasps> Honestly, yes. Wow. Think like... It's like in the middle of the state almost, like the upper middle. It's not like bam, right in the middle. It's a little bit north. Okay. But it's west from us. We're in the easternmost part of the state. So, anyways, um it was through. (laughs) Um, it's got a whole reputation. You can take ghost tours, you can do the whole thing. You can sleep there, right? You can. You can I don't know if I I don't know if you still can, but you certainly could at one point in time. You could pay extra money to go around and sleep in there which that's something i'm not doing we can cuddle it's fine no no that's not gonna be good enough that's where you draw the line not the cuddling i won't sleep there i'll cuddle with you but just in a in a nice location i don't want to cuddle with you with a trans allegheny lunatic asylum oh you just gotta stay together i'll just be like hey i'll be right back no i won't yeah that's what i'm saying it's too much but if we're cuddling We'll, always we'll just together. die together. I don't know. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. <laughs> um, so it has a really long history, but I'll get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, the best parts Who of it. Who died there? Who was murdered? A lot of people died there. So it was an asylum. Like uh, American Horror Story Asylum? Yes. <laughs> Basically, this is the American Horror Story episode. No. So it was a regular hospital at one point, but then in I think 18-something. It always is in the 1800s. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's all we got. Um, Okay, the first patients were admitted in 1864. Okay. It wasn't always called the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, but it became an asylum, like, within the 1860s. Civil War-ish time, so... Yikes. And it was really segregated. There were a lot of different places. At one point, it was also a place for... um, tuberculosis patients like later so it has a long history with being uh different kinds of hospitals but it's hella haunted it's in the 20th century when it changed hands again it was 20th century fox yes exactly cool um it housed all kinds of different people like i said there was tuberculosis ward it held people who had epilepsy who had mental defects quote unquote women on their periods yeah um, alcoholics, drug addicts, you know, a, a whole manner of people, right? Asylums did not, they weren't like great places to be. Obvious. Yeah. But I'm saying there, it wasn't a mental health care center. It was a prison mm-hmm. and they had no care, no sanitation. People were left like in their own filth, like really and abused. A lot of abuse happened. So like, Again, I feel like this is an example of a place that makes sense that it would be haunted, right? Because how could people rest? All right. So at the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, yes, there are several go- like I said, dozens, hundreds, thousands, thousands even probably. of people. But some of the some of the biggest hitters 
are there's a little girl named Lily mm. who was born in the asylum, and she apparently haunts you. Like she comes up and they'll hear a little girl giggling and they'll Ugh. that yeah kids. Ew. Mm. Uh, there's also a guy named Jesse who <laughs> died of a heart attack in a bathtub, which is honestly the dream. No, I love a good bath. I love a good bath, but I told like this is I told this to Mike. I'm like if I die in the tub. Put clothes on me before anyone comes. I mean... Eventually they're gonna have to take it off, but I don't want them to find me naked. Ew. <laughs> you should just bathe in a bathing suit just to be safe. <laughs> because we're 30 dirty and dying. Um, there's also who haunt you. Like, I guess when you go into the bathroom areas, you can feel his presence more. Mm. Um, a ton of Civil War soldiers. There was one guy who was murdered by his roommates. <gasps> And I've heard that you can hear, like, really terrible screams, like someone getting murdered. Um, Excuse me. It's okay. Um, So one account that I found was, like, lights turn on and off. Um, It'll go dark. A cigarette was lit by one person who was standing there, and, like, they didn't light it. Like, it just lit, Mm. which was weird. Um... But yeah, the little girl, Lily, is the one that creeped me out the most. Because it's a child. It's a child. She was born there. So, Ugh. like, I wonder what the circumstances were around that. Like, how, you know Probably what I mean? Probably not a good circumstance. I mean, none of it. Unless they were just, like, all kind of sleeping with each other for funsies. Well, that or, like, you know, somebody, a woman could have gone in there and not known she was pregnant. Had the, you never know, right? Or a doctor could have, doctor, I use that term loosely, could have assaulted someone. You know, it's hard to tell. But there are, like, rooms where people put toys, and that's, allegedly, she plays around, and you can hear her playing and giggling, and I don't know. Like, there's a specific room that was, like, her room where she played, and, ugh, you know what I mean? Yeah, if I That one creeped me out I don't want to go to that room. No, me neither. But, yeah, I mean, it was similar to, like, the Lollery concept of, like, there were so many people. People had lobotomies there. People were, like tortured directly and indirectly there by just like not being cared for and you know terrible and stuff. you hear that like not just this specific asylum but like all over all of, the, all of them especially in that time period they the doctors were there to just like test on them they're just like experiments basically. they were experiments experiments and then like just giant holding cells where they yeah. were not taken care of well because no one understood mental health no people still don't really understand mental health no totally you hear horror stories today about certain places yeah not to this level hopefully but some places i'm sure you do yeah so it's just i the reason i i, I especially wanted to talk about it was because i feel like it's one of those stories you hear in no matter where you're from. Like there's probably an asylum like that that has a crazy history because because it yeah. would be haunted because of all the turmoil. I didn't have nearly as much as you did. But it changed hands so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was hard to find like I mean, you could find like dates of when it changed hands and stuff, but I'm sure so much happened that we don't even know about. And there's there's probably not documentation. No, about not good it documentation. No. There was like a few little story like Lily, like some of the other things, but a lot of things I'm sure were not documented for a lot of different reasons. Whenever you say Lily in my head, I'm thinking a car crash, a car <laughs> crash, you know, Lily and James Potter. That's an outrage. It's a scandal. I mean, I love that. <laughs> RIP. I mean, it wasn't a car crash that could this Lily. Any of them. 
I mean, I'm sure there's been a Lily who's died in a car crash, but I mean, not the little girl and not Lily Potter. Correct. Yeah, was that Voldemort. was Valdi. Valdi, a.k.a. a doctor in an asylum killed the other Lily. Dr. Riddle. Riddle me this. Riddle Daddy. me Daddy. <laughs> I just read a book about an asylum. It was called Asylum. Oh, sick title. Yeah. Um, it was in, there was a section of it in that book that you got me for my birthday. <gasps> the about West Virginia haunted history, which there's something else I want to bring up about that. Mothman? No. Oh, okay. About the book in particular. Uh-oh. I don't know if I should bring it up now or um, if I should wait. I'm talking about it. Okay. So listen. It went, the, the way the book is laid out, uh-huh. right, is it goes through each part of West Virginia geographically. Okay. Like that's cool. I'm I'm like from here. Like my people are from here, like down in them hills and hollers. And I got I'm not gonna say exactly what region, but I got to the the region, right? And the place that I'm from, the the county and, and the town is a strong word, but it's like if you're not from there, you would never know it existed. You know what I mean? Like these are not relative. These are not common. Places. Well, most people that hear West Virginia think. I mean, you're part of Virginia. Even in West Virginia, oh, okay. like even within the state, they're Where like, I know? no, okay, cool. guarantee you would not. And I'm not saying that to be mean. I know all the counties. I learned that in school. Do we need to do it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay. Um, I just have a feeling, right? But because it's. It's a very rural part of the okay. state, like even now. But I didn't think there'd be anything about like these specific places. And I saw it and I thought, oh, cool. I, I might know where some of these places are because I, you know. Again, live there. Yeah, I lived there. I, I know these places. Maybe I'll know some of these stories. This will be fun. And then I had a fleeting thought. What if I'm in it? Not me specifically, but my, my peeps. Um... And I was like, there's no way. Well, guess what? Next paragraph. Your family's in it? Dude, it's so, okay. So I need listen. to read this book. I read the, I read the name. Now my, I'm, my last name, there's, it's spelled one way. And if you, and you're in other parts of the States, there are some people who have it spelled a little bit different and I'm probably not related to them or very distantly, but down there in this very concentrated spot, I, I know that the name got changed and people who stayed there, there were census records that are messed up like it's probably my same people right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so if it's other parts of the state or etc no if it's down there yeah probably but you can't be sure and it was spelled the wrong way wrong one wrong letter okay and i was like i can't rest until i know so for the next 48 hours i deep dove into research i found shit that i don't even know how i found it I'm related to them. This dude in the book is my great, great uncle, I think. Um, and then once I told my dad, he was like, oh, yeah, bet. And then it, get, it got worse. Oh, I've said like, I think I said on our first episode, like, I feel like we are cursed because there's so much bad. And I was kind of joking. Nope, I don't think I'm joking. There was a guy. His name was Jackson. <laughs> great Uncle Jackson was in this thing, um, they were awful. 
they were like outlaws and they murdered people and raped and pillaged and set shit on fire and did terrible, terrible things all over the area um, to keep people out and to keep any change from coming to the area. So like they would especially kill people who were a part of like industrialization efforts for this super rural area of West Virginia because they didn't want that Um, because they wanted to run shit. And um, Jackson, great uncle Jackie. (laughs) Great, great uncle Jackie. It's either two greats or three. Okay. But yes. Great, but not great. (laughs) But not great. Um, So they killed a guy. I mean, they killed several, but they killed this one guy and he haunts this one holler or whatever where he got killed. And like they went to prison. Everybody went to prison and or got murdered. Perfect. Except for him. Now he went to prison, but he was the only one who got pardoned like five years later. Don't ask me how. Well, I mean, you probably would have been born, right? No, because I directly came from his brother. Okay. Who was worse, come to find out. But that's not in the book. That's a fun family secret. Oh. Yeah. So thanks for the book. You're welcome. (laughs) I know I'm not in there. I didn't see Because my family's not from here. But I'm going to... Yeah, no, you guys aren't. You've told me that. None of my family's from here. We just happen to be here. Mine is. (laughs) We just happened upon it. (laughs) Well, yeah. So I was in the haunted book. (laughs) And I... I love that. You? I don't. But I also hate that for I you. Did not love it. I mean, you're like practically famous. No, no, <laughs> you gotta. See. It's bad, Courtney. I mean, I need to read it. It might, it might seem like it might be cool for some people to read that because I know so much shit that I don't love about my family history, and I've always been like, oh, this sucks, and I just got confirmation that like we've sucked for a long time. We've sucked for a real long time, and we've been terrible. And it was not great for my self-image. Oh. It's all right. I'm fine. I know nothing about me. <laughs> okay. I'm sure I have some bad aunts and uncles somewhere. Great aunts. I know I did. You're listening to 30 Dirty and Dying, where we might not be flirty or thriving, but we're 30 and trying. Keep listening and check out all our episodes on life, love, death, and more. So, I don't know... I mean, I know you're not familiar because we talked about it before. Yeah, I'm not. But listeners, are you guys familiar with the Winchester Mystery House in San Jose, California? Because I am. Would you like to know how I am? The movie Winchester. Which I've never Both, heard of. Isn't that interesting that the two that I came up with I have seen on media of some sort? I mean, it's interesting, but it makes sense. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. That's where we get a lot of this stuff. People make, re- you know, iterations and... That's true. Retellings of all kinds of things. Yep. So the Winchester Mystery House. Um, Sarah Winchester was the widow of William Wirt Winchester. Wirt. Wirt. Which is a county in West Virginia. It is. You are correct. I am correct. Um, Heir to the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. So the Winchesters created the guns. I'm going to go into a little bit of information about Miss Sarah. That was his wife? Yes. Because she's the... She's the main character in this, okay? okay? Good to know. Yeah, so born around 1840, mm. uh, Sarah Winchester grew up in a world of privilege, similar to La Larie. She spoke four languages. Good for her. Atten- her. Attended the best schools around, married well, and eventually gave birth to daughter Annie. Now I could feel she's bragging. However, 
Ooh. tragedy struck. Oh no. <laughs> I'm invested. Um, in her late twenties when Annie died. Oh, bummer. Followed by the death of Sarah's husband, William, more than a decade later. He gets shot? No, I think he just died. Oh. Wouldn't that be interesting? Poetic justice. Yeah. Um, after William's death in 1881, Sarah inherited roughly $20 million. Oh, that's, go. that's over. So all of my monies and stuff is within 2019. So I'm just gonna. Uh, yeah. So that would be over $500 million in 2019 monies. Sup, Sarah? Um, as well as 50% of the Winchester Arms Company, which left her with a continued income equal to $1,000 a day. Oh. So she inherited that $20 million and then I've would continuously get $1,000 a day. Right? I wonder if she sowed any seeds of $1,000 to her local church. Well, I'll tell you what she did. Oh, tell me. Um, so, newly in possession of a massive fortune and struggling with the loss of her husband and daughter, she sought the advice of a medium. As one does. Strike one. All of that money. Strike one. She hoped to get advice from the beyond. Strike two. As to how to spend her fortune and what to do with it. So the exact specifics obviously remain between Sarah and her medium. But the story goes that the medium was able to channel uh, the dearly departed William. Allegedly. Who advised Sarah to leave her home in New Haven, Connecticut and head to West California. As far as what to do with her money, William answered that too. She was to use the fortune to build a home for the spirits of those who had fallen victim of the Winchester Rifles. Okay. As much as I love that, I feel like this medium had an agenda and I'm here for it. Yep. So she was supposed to build a home for the spirits who had fallen from all the the guns. Yeah. The boom booms. Um, Otherwise, she'll be haunted by them for the rest of her life. I'm on team medium. Does the medium have a name? It just said the medium. Let's call her Christy. Cool. Way to go, Christy. Christy. Fight the power. So she bought a house... In um, California. California. And then, so from 1886 to 1922, she just kept constructing the house. Oh, she just like built onto it? She just kept building onto it because um, the ghost told her to. Okay. So there, it was... uh, Speaking of asylum. Oh, it was originally an eight-room farmhouse. Um, It grew into the world's most unusual and sprawling mansion, featuring 24,000 square feet, Yikes. 10,000 windows. Ew. 2,000 doors. Too many. 160 rooms. This is giving me chill. Real estate scares me. Fif- <laughs> it's Ghost, that's fine, but real estate? Woo! No, it's like this, it just is giving me chills because it's like it's too much space. It's a lot. Well, I mean, with all that money. People could be living, like actual human people could be living there. And you'd never fucking know. Yeah. Ghosts live there. Or squatters. Maybe. Um, 160 rooms, 52 skylights, 47 stairways and fireplaces. No, no, no. 17 chimneys, 13 bathrooms, and 6 kitchens. Sarah's deranged. But there's there's more to it, which I'll get into. Okay, hit me. Um, so the price ta- built at a price tag of $5 million in 1923, or $71 million Wow, That's this. like chump change for her, you know, yeah. with her thousand dollars a day. You have to watch the movie. It's I've never seen. Really I've good. never even heard it's, of it. It's a horror movie. I I mean, I figured it wasn't a rom com. <laughs> a rom com. She falls in love with a ghost. Plot twist. And this was all. And for then that it's one like ghost. the sixth sense because they're dead. <laughs> so 
Winchester hired carpenters to work around the clock, expanding the small house into a seven-story mansion. Um, due to the lack of plans and the presence of an architect, the house was constructed haphazardly. Rooms were added onto exterior exterior walls, resulting in windows overlooking other rooms. Oh. Multiple staircases would be added, all with different sized risers, giving each staircase a distorted look. She's crazy. Um, staircases would staircases would ascend several levels, but then end abruptly. Door, so, like, stairs would go to nothing. It would just go up to the ceiling. This sounds like my brain in 2014. <laughs> Doors would open to solid walls, and hallways would turn a corner and end in a dead end. We weird. I'm recording. I'm turning on some lights. This is freaking me out. Um, additionally, Winchester insisted that the home be built exclusively out of redwood. However, she didn't like the look of the wood. So what she. A bitch. <laughs> So she insisted to be covered with a stain and a faux grain. By the time the house was completed, over 20,000 gallons of paint had been used to cover the wood. Uh, By the turn of the century, Sarah Winchester had her ghost house. What's interesting, though, well, it also had two basements, which I don't understand that. I don't understand any of it. Um, Three elevators. There were gold and silver chandeliers hung from the ceilings above hand-inlaid parquet flooring. Dozens of artful stained glass windows created by Tiffany and Co. Wow. Um, Just reminding us that she has more money than us. Um, one window in particular was intended to create a prismatic rainbow effect on the floor when light flowed through it. Of course, the window ended up on an interior wall and thus the effect was never achieved. Yeah, well. Um, tell me that she died here. Oh, please hold. There's more fun things. I, I don't know how much more I can take. Um. Let me- there was even more luxurious features in the house. So the plumbing and electrical work, rare for the time, um, the indoor that had indoor plumbing, which okay. I guess rare for the time, including coveted hot running water and push button gas light available throughout the home, forced air heat flowed throughout the house, which, you know, in that time, not a thing. Um, unfortunately, in 1904, an earthquake struck San Jose and the Winchester Mystery House sustained a hefty amount of damage. How would you even know? Thanks to the floating foundation, oh, a oh foundation that equals the weight of the surrounding soil, the entire house was saved from the collapse. Oh, wow. God is great. Well, I think it's the ghosts, Sophia. I mean, it's floating, right? It's ghosts. This is ridiculous. Um, this is This is the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever heard. I... The top three floors were ultimately removed, leaving the house with only four stories as seen today. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, So far after the construction was completed, Winchester continued to make efforts to appease the victims of the Winchester rifles. Um, Out of 13 bathrooms in the home, only one was functional. Um, In an effort to confuse any ghosts wishing to haunt a spigot. Is that like a common thing? Lots of ghosts haunt spigots. Maybe, but only one was functional. Um, furthermore, she would sleep in a different room every night in the Winchester house and use secret passageways to get from room to room so that no spirits could follow her. This is a love letter to psychosis. This um, lady was insane. I say that as your your sister, your sister in Christ and mental illness, but like Sarah wasn't okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she went a little a little. <laughs> 
Exactly. She was told by her medium. You liked her medium. This I, is all because of that. Th- no, it wasn't. So I No, it wasn't. People can tell you a lot of things, but to do all this for so what I assume what, is years. Every every night she would um get with her medium. And that is how the floor plan was made and what she would tell the contractors the next day. Wait, I thought the medium was in Connecticut. I don't know she if, brought her with her? I don't know what. So, something was happening at night to where that's where she came up with the plans because that's what the ghosts told her. Psychosis to was happening at night. Um, Been there, done that. Sarah, I feel you. So but she, she died in September of 1922. In the house? It just said after her death. We don't know. She obviously died there. I mean, she right. couldn't she, leave. There was too much construction. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're like dying. You're like, you feel like something's wrong. You go to open a door. You can't. <laughs> it's just a wall. It's a wall. You go down the stairs. I'm in the basement. I'm in the other basement. Yeah. How do you have two basements? How do you have any of this? This is ridiculous. Money. Thank God I didn't have any money when I had a breakdown. <laughs> you would have bought a house. I would have done terrible things. Um, she left all of her belongings to her niece, Marion, who had served as her personal secretary later in life. Um, however, the Winchester Mystery House was never mentioned in her will, adding to the mystery of the home. So she never left her home to anyone. So um, from ghosts. So it said, after appraisers deemed the house worthless due to its strange design. Yeah, who the hell? Damage from the earthquakes and long-winded construction, Marion took everything in it and auctioned it off. A local investor purchased the home for a cool $135,000. The hero of the story. (laughs) Just five months after Sarah Winchester died, the Winchester Mystery House was open to the public for tours. I mean, yeah. What else are you going to do with it? Make it a bed and breakfast from hell? So the next few things are the spookiness of the house now. Yeah. Tell me what's haunting now, if anything, Um, other than just like the hallways. I mean, you can get like, there's pictures. Um... Like, one of the main pictures that I saw on the internet was literally just a stairwell to nothing. It was See, just to the ceiling. I hate that. It makes me want to throw up. Like, I hate that. I don't know why. I don't know either, but it spooks me out. Well, spooks. Um, A number of employees, so, like, obviously it's, like, no one can live there, right? Only one functional bathroom. Come on. Um, <laughs> I think that's the least of its problems. <laughs> okay. Uh, so a number of employees and a few visitors have claimed to cross paths with Clyde, a mustache man sometimes seen pushing a wheelbarrow in the basement or trying to repair the fireplace in the ballroom. He's been described to management roughly like this. We really like the actor who was repairing the ballroom fireplace. And they're like, what? We don't have a hired actor. Oh, the calls oh. coming from inside the house. <laughs> Um, there's gentle tugs of shirts and during tours. Ew, I don't like, like the that. way that's gentle um, tugs. And this is, this is a report from longtime maintenance worker, Denny. I love Denny. All right. One crisp morning. Okay. I don't like Denny anymore. After entering the water tower, he heard the patter of footsteps above. He ascended to let the trespasser. Shut up, Denny. Trespasser know the three story structure was off limits. But the footsteps always seemed to be one step ahead of him and one floor above. His search culminated on the roof with no one in sight. So, like, footsteps. It could have been as simple as just like, hey, Denny, what's up? I hear footsteps. Yeah, but he was like, I ascended. I ascended the stairs. (laughs) Denny has a failed book deal. Um, Oh, Houdini came to that house, too. Oh. Yeah, so pretty much you just, like, hear steps and feel tugs. 
and see Clyde. I, I honestly think just being in there would creep me out more than anything that you could have, happen. You have to watch it. That one got me. I'm spooked. Yeah. Nightmares coming in hot. She was having nightmares and that's why she uh, did what she, she was did. crazy. I, I, there, there were no ghosts. She was mentally ill. Someone should have helped her. Or, and I, hear me out, there were ghosts and she was doing what she needed to do to appease him. I disagree. It was Clyde the whole time. (laughs) It was Clyde. Those are some haunted places, and it's all because of Clyde. (laughs) Spooky. This was fun. I like this. Yeah. Talking about the haunted. I love haunted stuff, but there are places I won't go, and that is now one of them. The Winchester place. Ooh, I want to go there so bad. No way. I want to walk up all those staircases Mm -mm. to nothing. No, no, no. Do you think there's a stairway to heaven? No. No, there's a four-year psychosis. That's it. Escalator, escalator, escalator. <laughs> Eels. <laughs> How many SpongeBob quotes can I be, can be put in a... In one ep- we said we were going to do a mini episode of just SpongeBob quotes. Just start and just see how far we can get oh, okay. with a mini episode. We'll do it. Stay okay. tuned. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was fun. I enjoyed talking about the spooks. I really liked yours. You had way more than I did, obviously. I looked it up. Yeah, I looked some things up, but then I got personal. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Okay, bummer. But you're a good person. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it, too. This was just volume two of our spooky, scary skeletons shows. And you got some skeletons in your closet. <laughs> in your family closet. Oh, not my your, God. Not your personal closet. Probably. But yeah, we'll have more spooky stuff coming up in the next two weeks. Yeah. So look out and for that. And then it's Halloween. Halloween. So... Keep with us, get spooked, get angsty, and we'll see you next time on 30, Dirty, and Dying. Bye!